Cracky Gems Podcast is a lifestyle podcast where I talk about conversation, current events, and curiosities. Join me, Gems Wallet, Thursdays here at Cracky Gems Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. See you there. Thank you so much to Just Me Being Mrs. B for being a patron of this podcast. Thank you. Patreon.com forward slash quirky gems podcast. Hello and welcome to Quirky Gems Podcast. Before social media, I was that 90s child. It's true, I was. <laughs> if you've been following me on social media, especially Instagram, then you will know that I have been giving little hints about today's episode. So, I have in front of me a magazine. It's true. I have in front of me a magazine that I read when I was a pre-teen. And so there are two paths that have led me to this very episode. The first being that on the latter end of 2020, I actually spoke to my other half about this very subject and the fact that when I was younger, I had magazines that I would read and how they shaped me into becoming the adult well, I'm a teenager, you know, these were pre-teen magazines, but the teenager and the adult that I was to become, what I took from them, what the slogans were, what the adverts were. And so I thought, you know, it was a cool story to tell. And then I saw something. <laughs> I saw something on Instagram, no less, about Ms. Magazine. And when I saw it and I added a poll to my Instagram to ask if anyone else on my follower list on Instagram, you know, have you read Ms? And the answer was yes. So I couldn't help myself. I decided, being a podcaster and the curious being that I am, I decided to purchase a magazine, the one that I owned when I was 12 years old, and to look over it but with a different you know, different pair of eyes. So I'm going to compare. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to compare what I saw as a 12-year-old compared to what I would think if I were an adult sat with a 12-year-old now and the memories. So I compiled a list and the list was then and now. So the date of this magazine that came out, it's number 387 and it's from February the 9th to 22nd, 2000. I had just turned 12 years old when this first came out. So then, as I mentioned, I just turned 12. I'm now in my 30s. Then I'd not had a relationship yet. I mean, I was like 12, you know? Now I'm happily taken. Then I was an S Cup 7 fan. I was. I was crazy on S Club 7. Now, S Club 7 is on a playlist on my Spotify, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> when you need to pick me up, they're the people to press play on. Then, I read interviews. Now, as a podcaster, I have actually composed interviews. So this is going to be interesting, looking at them to see how it shapes what you got from celebrities and if you do anything differently if you you know it's a different form of media so that's an interesting one being that when I read it first time round I was like they were the only way of knowing what celebrities were doing and now I've interviewed celebs this is an interesting one to look at then I learned boys have no feelings not only girls have feelings 
and that for the majority of the time, we're known to be quite highly strung. Now, that couldn't be further from the truth. Let's be honest. Then, migraine sufferer. Now, yeah, migraine and a whole host of other conditions. <laughs> then, loved my family. Now, nothing's changed. Then, I was a tomboy. I was a complete and utter tomboy. Now, I express myself through clothing and jewellery. And, of course, I'm a podcaster. Then, no social media. Or, we didn't know what the internet was. Now, it is everywhere. So, now we've got that out of the way, to give a little bit of context to this episode, let's get stuck in. I have in front of me Ms. Magazine. Now, if you did not have Ms. Magazine or you haven't got a clue what it is, do not worry, my friend, I have you covered. If you check out my Instagram image for this cover art, you will see me with a magazine. That is this very magazine. <laughs> I mean, what more can we say? In front of me, I have Kian Egan looking very young. Not that he looks old now or anything, you know, but he looks very young. And the front cover is, the, you know, the slogan is Life, Lads and Laughs. You get a free stamper kit. There are two to collect. But because this, because this magazine is like 23 years old now, Wow, yeah, 23 years old this week. Oh my, no, actually, no, not quite, because this is February, we're still in January. Get it right, Gem. Nearly, not quite, nearly 23 years old. Of course, the lip stamp is not there, and I did buy this pre-owned, so just, you know, a little bit of context there. Okay, so the story's on the top. Kian versus John from S Club. Now, as I mentioned, I am and was an S Club 7 fan. Who's the most romantic? I mean, as an adult now, I'm like, I don't care, if I'm being honest. It makes no odds on my life. <laughs> if I saw this magazine now as an adult, obviously it's not advertised for someone you know, like my age group. But if I saw it, I'd be like, okay, cool. You know, but obviously I bought it because I have an experience with it and reminiscing. Real life, dad left mum for my teacher, Backstreet Boys saved my life. And then we have Behind the Scenes at EastEnders. If you do not know what EastEnders is, it is a soap over here in the UK. It's a fictional, well, it's a soap of fictional characters based in a fictional area of the East End of London. If you want to find out more, please do Google EastEnders and all will become clear. So this is February's edition. And of course, it's the love issue. So we have celebs talk about crushes, your guide to kissing, and what that Valentine's card really means. Let's get stuck in, shall we? We flip the page over. It's all very technical. Okay. Now, I should say, upon buying this, I bought two magazines. So upon buying this, I have left one magazine to witness for myself and my family. And this one... I haven't consumed yet, but I can say I do remember a few things from this magazine. The Tampax adverts, I remember slogans, and I remember the problem page, and I remember the spell book. Now, I can't remember <laughs> what actually spell and all that is in here, so what we're going to do is we're going to leaf through, and I'm going to kind of basically give my opinion. If you don't agree with it, that's fine, but I'm just looking at it as a media person myself, being that I'm a podcaster, being that I was a 12-year-old girl and being that I'm an adult now and what shaped me and what didn't. So, the first thing that jumps out 
I mean, it's plain as day, is we have a Tampax advert. Now, this to me is very fascinating. Here's what it says. Just like a Tampax multi-pack, it's good to have variety. Now, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, okay? When I bought this, I just turned 12. I hadn't even got my first period yet. That wasn't even on my horizon yet. When I got this, I was interested in playing with Polly Pockets, with Barbies. I was interested in going out on my bicycle around the local neighbourhood. I wasn't interested in tampons. So, to me, I guess they're a good education of what was to come further down the line. So, here's what it says. Let's fold this over. Okay, bit of <laughs> AMSR for you. Okay, so... Variety is always a good thing, especially when it comes to tampons, and now you can get a variety of absorbencies in one convenient box. The Tampax Multipack has super, regular and new lights to match the changing flow of your period, so those days are even easier to handle. And that's good because you've got your hands full with all those men. And if you call this number, we'll send you some free samples. Now I don't know about you, but that just, that just strikes me as odd. You have three guys in front of you, all in varying heights. They look like you could cut them out and play with them, okay? And you've got one tall, lanky one. You've got a, a you know, a regular average guy, maybe a bit wide. And you've got a, I guess you could call him, if I were to call him, I'd just say slender guy, petite guy. One's carrying flowers, one's in a suit, one's in a t-shirt and jeans. The other one's in a shirt, tie and jeans. So they, most of them look formal. Here's my problem with this, is that they say that you've got your hands full with guys at 12. I mean, if I, being an adult now, if I was sat in front of a 12 year old and I would not let them read that poster, that to me is just, you should protect their innocence. I don't think that kind of advert is aimed at that general age group, but that's just what I see. And also what I find fascinating is, Tampax multi-pack is the thing. I don't actually remember them being around when I was younger, or maybe it's what they were, but obviously it wasn't advert, you know, it was advertised to me, I wasn't their target audience. But yeah, it just strikes me as odd. The other thing obviously is that this was before social media. There are no social media handles of any kind. There's no TikTok, there's no Instagram, there's no Facebook, there is nothing. All we're seeing is a poster with a telephone number on it. So those are the days where if you wanted something, you had to have a telephone number. If we turn over, we have Inside of Miz. And this is very colourful, obviously, you know. So you've got two covers and two free gifts to collect. So you've got John from S Club 7 and you've got Keen Egan from Westlife. And here's what it says, Welcome to Miz. Forget Posh and Bex, from now on, me and John are the number one couple. We got to know each other on our cover photo shoot. He just couldn't stop stamping everything with his fab-free lip smacker pen. There are no commas. But then this is the love issue. Keen and John tell us their love secrets. We give you the lowdown on kissing and there's tons of Valentine's fashion and gift ideas. Love it! Lim, our editor. As I mentioned, there's also like a strip going down the side of if you wanted to get in contact with anyone from the team, you could. Literally, it's got telephone numbers there. There are no social media handles at all, which is quite interesting. And you've got their address. You have an email address and a telephone number. That's it. Like I said, no social media handles. So the very first thing that when I opened this page that jumped out to me is that because this is a Valentine's issue, it's interesting because there are two couples, two sets of couples on this page. 
Now, you have an EastEnders thing where there's two women, one's asking the other one for an autograph by looks of it, but there are two, there's a, a Valentine's Day card and it grabs your eye, it's very psychedelic and there are cartoon characters, but it's aimed at a heterosexual couple. You have a guy and a girl. Now, what I find fascinating is that for some people, they realise their sexuality at different times and they go through different experiences. Now, for me, growing up in the 90s, I didn't actually hear about LGBTQ until the last 10 years or so. But knowing what I know now and being aware and being, you know, aware of how people think and feel, especially in social media and how, you know, it's, it's right that people should feel included. Now, when I, being around the social media that we are now, when I saw this Valentine's Day card, I kind of thought, okay, there is nothing here to say about being gay. There's nothing here to say about anything LGBTQ. There's nothing there. And there's also nothing about, you know, obviously we know it now as Black Lives Matter, but there's no cultural differences. There's no, there's nothing that is inclusive. It's very, you know white british to look at and there's no there's there's no ethnicities there's there's just one which is very very interesting indeed so i'm gonna first put out there that i'm a heterosexual female if you didn't know that but yeah i find that very interesting especially maybe because it's a different generation but it's such a shame that that wasn't included back then because it was around you know, but it's just such a shame. So let's read what it has to offer. So you have the regulars, Corinne, you've got stars. You have the creature feature, dear Trish, photo story, I've got a crush on my teacher. I mean, what can you say about that? <laughs> Free stuff, Ms. Mail, hot stuff, soap update, spooky, love and hate, Wesley Jonathan from City Guy. I don't know what City Guy is. I assume it's a series or it was a series, but... I don't know, if you know, please do let me know because I don't know. Song Words by Aqua. Fashion and beauty, Valentine fashion, beauty, lovely stuff for fashion, hair tricks, Valentine's gifts, what's new and stockists. Then you've got Life and Lads. So this is the difference. I mean, obviously the tagline is on the front of the cover, Life, Lads and Laughs. So I assume you'd be drawn to this if this had like a band that you admired on the front of it. But if you were a gay female, this would, might be confusing to you, you know, if you weren't sexually attracted or attracted to guys. Just putting it out there. So we have Dress to Impress, Wolford, Winner, Real Life, Backstreet Boy, Save My Life, I Can Breathe at Last, Dad Left Mum for My Worst Teacher, Quiz, Is He Your Love Match? Puzzle, Love Games. Valentine's Day cards. Quiz, what kind of Valentine are you? Now, really, I guess now, if you're into this kind of stuff, you might be thinking it might draw a comparison to how we know a love language. If you haven't checked that out, if you don't know what I'm on about, go back a little bit. The, uh, at the end of 2020, I did an episode um, where I was a guest on a radio show. Check that out where we talk about a love language. If that's what your bag is, yeah, it offers a comparison. Ms. Lowdown Kissing. Okay. Read a fiction. He loves me. He loves me not. Right. Entertainment. Hot gossip. Flash cameras. 
celebs caught on camera westlife's kian s club sevens john celebs first crushes and reviews then it tells you the posters you got daniel jesse cameron Seth h and adam rickett so i think we've got it all pretty much covered it tells you you know the obvious ones what pages are on what okay we're gonna turn over and then we've got hot gossip now this really stands out the very first thing that I noticed from living in this century <laughs> or this decade is you've got a computer on the top hand side with Celeb Web, which is basically, I think, supposed to be like a map, if you remember those. So underneath that, you have a picture of S Club 7, and that's the first website that comes up, which is sclub.com. You've got a picture of Christina, where it is, I guess this is kind of like the celebrity section of gossip. So whereas now we'd have something like if you type in Google or you wanted to know about what's going on, you could type a celebrity into Google, other search engines are available and they give you all the details here. If you didn't have that, then this would tell you everything you need to know. There was one story that I remember. Now, I am a Britney Spears fan. Anyone that knows me well knows this. So the strange thing is that the story on here is Britta's nails habit. So this story is... If you're still trying to keep your New Year's resolution of not biting your nails, then spare a thought for Britney Spears. The pop queen is so desperate to give up the bad habit, she's taken to painting her nails with a red-hot pepper nail polish. So now, every time she bites her nails, she gets a burnt tongue and mouth. Burr. I mean, stroke of genius, I think, but that's just me. So this is all the celebrity, you know, you have, on average, if I can count it, four, you have nine stories to sink your teeth into, if we turn the page. There's more. And it says, read it here first. You have Adam Rickett sporting a lovely curtain haircut. You've got Posh on the top right. You've got, I don't know who that is. Oh, Warren from Northern Line. I assume that's a band. I'm not quite sure. Sorry. Friends, you've got, what's his name? Jack Ryder from EastEnders. And then you've got, who's that? Hold on. I remember his name. Ricky Martin. That's the man. I can see the face, but I couldn't read the name. And what I find fascinating about this is, you've heard me talk about on Cracky Gems podcast, how we all have that one box of photographs that we wish was not in existence. Well, celebrities are no different except for us we decide whether or not to share these pictures on social media and let's be honest we only share the ones we like if our, if there are any there that we do like with this i can confirm robbie williams celine dion and britney all have their photo in a magazine and yeah some of it, it's not very complimentary, which I guess if you're a celebrity and you found that out, that has to have an effect, you know. I guess it depends. I mean, bear in mind now, if you look on the social media or something, celebrities are more approachable. You can direct message them, you can comment them, you know. Whereas back in the day, social media wasn't a thing. So anyway, could find out what a celebrity was doing was to look at a mag to find out the juicy gossip. So I guess this is the only way of finding out, yet yeah, they're human. I mean, who knew, right? So let's turn the page over and it goes on. So now on court and camera flash. So we have like a whole range of celebrities ranging from A1 to Joe from S Club 7 and another level. And they're all basically, it's kind of like candid camera. You know, those camera where they, <laughs> you get the photographs that you think, how did they get that? I mean, how? 
let's be real here, where was the camera? So yeah, some of it, it's all tongue-in-cheek and it's all fairly, you know, all right, there's nothing that stands out. But I guess it's the kind of ones where it's like, wow, you know, if you were like a 12-year-old kid, it was like, how did they get that? Wow. <laughs> right. You turn the page on that, and then you have Kisses from Kian. Now, if you're a Westlife fan, and you still are, then great. Kian Egan looks about 20-something here. Is You know, they've got really great images of him. He looks approachable. He looks friendly. He looks kind. He looks gentle, which is great. The backdrop of it is red, which I find very interesting because it is a Valentine's theme. So it says here, love is in the air, and what better way to celebrate than a Valentine's cuddle with Westlife's Kian? Okay, let's get to nitty-gritty here, because this is the thing I find absolutely fascinating, okay? Now, being a podcaster, I have interviewed celebrities. Now, what I find interesting is, as someone that composes interviews, it is your job to make sure that the person you're interviewing, I mean, they're giving you their time, okay? But for the majority of it, it's your job to make sure that the questions you're asking them isn't going to embarrass them. But it depends on the on the media. So for this, this basically in the context of it is for a young preteen that wants to find out everything they can about behind the scenes of Westlife. For someone, I mean, podcasts haven't been invented yet. Radio was still around. But if you're a 12, you weren't really listening to that unless you were me. More on that in a later episode. But for me, what I find interesting is the questions you ask someone can be very telling because someone's opening up to you. And so I'm of the mind that if a celebrity or anyone that I interview, but if a celebrity opens up to me, answers my questions, if they leave and they think, I'm happy of how that went, you know, that was a great vibe, I'm good, that, you know, on to the next one, then I'm like, I've done my job properly as a podcaster. If they leave and they think, I gave way too much away, or, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Wow, why did I give that away? Then I think I failed because I want, you know, my my guests to feel at ease and comfortable and completely just feeling the vibe that is fun, basically. So there's a couple of questions that jump out to me on this. And I understand that some questions are asked, you know, and this is the benefit of hindsight. I'm an adult now, but then I used to pour over interviews and I guess it shaped me a little bit because I still, you know, I, <laughs> this is like why I can open people up. My mum says, oh my God, you're like a detective. You, you open people up like a flower. It's both a blessing and a curse. What can you say? Okay, so one question really stands out for me here. Okay, and this is, would you give up your career for love? Now, this is a really interesting question because for someone that composes questions for people for interviews, I would never even think that question would not enter my mind. Okay, so I love how Kian answers this question, and that is, no, you shouldn't have to. I wonder... If with these kind of questions, I mean, you know, it's a magazine and as I said, we have the benefit of hindsight now. Most of us are in our 30s, some have kids, others are married. We've all kind of progressed and matured. But what I would like, what I find interesting is we have in our brains that, okay, you can't have all these different departments in your life. You can't have love and a career. You have to have one or the other. 
And I wonder if this is where it stems from, which is quite interesting. Okay, another one. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay. Would you ever leave Ireland for love? Now, this is interesting because we know that Kian Egan is best known and is known for being in the Ireland, you know, Ireland band of Westlife. So, would you ever leave Ireland for love? Probably, if she didn't want to live in Ireland and I didn't want to live in her country, then we could live in each one for a year and see which one we prefer. Now, that's a great answer. Now, I don't know if the answers have been tweaked. For me as a podcaster, if I ask a question in an interview, I leave the questions as is. I don't edit it because I think that the true person comes out and it's my job to get the best out of someone so that my viewers feel educated and, and my viewers, my listeners feel educated and, you know, they come away with a good taste in their mouth. But with this, I don't know if it's been edited. I don't know if it's completely the celebrity's words. So that's an interesting one. The first thing that jumps out, though, is that they really have this up as being one of seduction because Kian is wearing what looks like a burgundy top. He's got his top button undone. Well, it's a shirt. He's got four lips coming down his right-hand side, and it says, Loved up special. And it's quite interesting because it's just very, very red. It jumps out at you, and his answers are in yellow. So that's an interesting one. If we turn over the page, we're now on page 11. So if we turn over the page, it's page 12. Very different feel. We have John Lee from S Club. And it says, he likes Britney, but finds it hard to say, I love you. Meet S Club's Romeo. So yeah, we have John. And it's the kind of the interesting questions because it says here, have you ever had a secret admirer? And it's kind of like, all right okay that's an interesting question to ask i haven't to this day i still don't know who she was it was when i was at school and one valentine's day i get 11 cards now it's like okay right that's a fair answer okay and here's a question i just come across now i'm reading this as i read this out which is quite interesting okay this one <laughs> his answer is it's legendary okay what's the longest kiss you've ever had i've never really timed it to be honest and it's like nicely said mate. as an adult if you kind of if you read this and you're like nicely said I mean, what kind of answer is that but back then you were like wow have you I've, like, not snogged anyone, you know, have you? Like, can you time that? So, <laughs> I find it's, like, nice answer, mate. But the, I mean, I I think, to be honest, I read this first of all, but I really didn't fancy John from Escob 7. Sorry. But I didn't. But I, as I mentioned, I'm, I've always been a massive fan of the band S-Club 7 and then, as they were known later on, S-Club. So I just got it because who doesn't love a bit of S-Club? So... As we turn the page, it's now gone back to red. And so you have a double spread. Who's the most romantic? You have Kian on one side, John on the other. And so the magazine is, you know, it's asking them questions and they're answering. And the only thing is, though, they're being rated. And that's kind of looking back, it's like, wow. I mean, I know nowadays, you know, you've got swipe left and swipe right if you want an online date. Maybe this is where they got the idea from. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, but it's like, <laughs> okay. So, 
You've heard them both chat about love, but who would you be the most romantic? Who would be the... Get it right, Jem. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Let's start again. You've heard them both chat about love, but who would be the most romantic if you went out for a meal? So they have a whole range of questions. And so you've got, what would you wear? My best clothes, something really smart. I've got a really nice pair of greyish, shiny boot-cut trousers. That's Kian. What would you wear, John? Well, we'd probably be going somewhere posh, so I'd dress up, smart shoes, black trousers, and a red shirt for Valentine's Day. So, you know, obviously thought has gone in. Kian turned out to be the winner. But yeah, it's very red and very, like, you know, seduction. Okay, if we turn the page, we're now on page... 16 and 17, it's a double spread. Now, if you were a reader of Ms, this might have been one of the stories that you loved to turn the page to, which is cringe. Basically, it's embarrassing stories about people that wrote in and they got paid. And But what I can remember, I just remember pouring over them and imagining the scenes playing out. But as an adult, it's interesting because they look like they're being rated from like 20 quid to star letter all the way down to 50p. And the way that they kind of say, like, for example, you got very upset from Slough or you've got embarrassed TLC fan or A1 fan from Southampton or I think that's it. I can't really say a lot because there are real life names in here. But yeah, so that's an interesting one. So it says, cash for cringes. Tell us your embarrassing stories and we'll gladly part with the cash. You can win anything from £20. So get those fingers caught dialing. I'll give you a number. Say cringe and leave your terrible towel or drop us a line at cringe at the usual Miz address. How crazy is that that now we have social media? So if someone wanted you, you could direct message them or you could tweet them. How interesting is that? Especially for now, for myself, you know, if you kind of came across a giveaway or something like that, mainly you have to tag someone or share it to your Instagram stories. But back then, this didn't exist. So it's like, what? Okay, so now we have on page, what page are we on? These all look the same. Page 18, we have the Valentine Maker, how to dress to impress. Okay, so it's Valentine's Day and you've got the outfit sorted. Or have you? We invite three Miz readers to put their best clobber on and then call in the boys to judge. Okay, so based on the layout, on the far left you have three really lovely, pretty, based on their age of 12, they're very natural looking, they are innocent looking. That you know, they've got really nice outfits on. One has like a party dress on. One has a a shirt that she's convert you know converting, done a knot in. She's got a lovely pair of trousers. I swear I had those trousers. I think I did. I had those trousers at that age. And then you have above, which is slightly a little bit worrying. It depends on the context you view it and the side of the fence you fall on. So, for me, the first thing that stands out is that the girls are all twelve. And the majority, they're all very, very fair skinned and they are showing pictures of before. So you've got one with like space buns, you've got another one with her hair slipped back and you've got another one that looks like she's maybe had short hair so and grown it out or she's just got a really heavy fringe. And then you have the boys and they're all 15. So they're dressed in like, you have two of them in shirts and one of them in like a white t-shirt. And they're just, it says meet the boys. Now, the first thing that jumps out to me, to be honest, is that the boys are literally three years older. 
and the girls are they look really like they're giggly they look really happy they look fun the guys look more kind of like i'm just gonna stand here and act casual you know no one will notice so if we look at it when they say meet the girls the girls have on average about seven questions ranging from this take a really close look okay where did you choose why did you choose this outfit so the first one you know i love this look because it really feels dressy and grown up i like bright colors and usually get my mum and mates to help me with my hair okay another one because it's really comfy and makes me look smart i like a bit of glitter apply my makeup really puts me in the mood for a good night out and I like this style because it shows off my figure without looking too over the top or tarty. I like to wear black on white and experiment with different colours on my face. Now, I, again, much like with the interview, you don't know how much these girls are actually said compared to how much that the answers have been tweaked. So, let's look at the lads. Dream Valentine loves and hates. So okay let's have a look so one of the first answers is hates white short skirts and tattoos don't understand that one but okay another one cheap looking overdone makeup and another one is sporty styles so that's what they hate loves heels dark hair and natural makeup sleek hair and classy clobber short skirts and body hugging dresses interesting okay so based on this what i'm assuming is you've got the before pictures i guess like now we would notice it is like if you watch a youtube clip or like a tiktok video now social media we'd have if you're in a relationship based on these are the kind of videos that people of our age are drawn to if you're in a relationship and your boyfriend or your girlfriend decides or it's a challenge and they choose what you wear and you usually have a laugh about it and you're like what are you on or oh my god you did good it's kind of like this but for younger generations maybe this is where the original came from i cannot tell you okay so lads do you reckon they're dressed to impress so miss they've got miss tips you've got so each of these lads have decided or have been asked to dress up each of these girls three lads three girls and so miss gives tips on where they could go and like you know give some ideas on what they could do right what they can do wrong i guess it offers a bit of guidance so boys love now this to me is something jumps out okay when I first saw this, now I got my first pair of ears, earrings pierced when I was 12 for my 12th birthday. Now, what I personally think is interesting is that if you are a 12 year old and maybe you're, I don't know, interested in what boys have to say, this one could be kind of like something that stays with you. So boys love smiley, confident girls, someone who's a challenge and respects herself, nice hair, girls who take the lead and don't just follow boys around and intelligence. Boys hate heavy makeup, bleached hair and dark roots, tattoos and piercings, orange fake tan, too many accessories, overpowering perfume and tacky gold jewellery. Okay, context time. This was, on average, <laughs> 22 years ago, okay? So the generation back then was completely different to what it is now. However, with that said, I still don't think it's cool that, you know, 
it seems to be guys this seems to be like more of a, a girls magazine as i said this is one that i read but it just seems to be more of you're feeling judged constantly. This is what we find attractive. This is what you should do. And so for me, it's, I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. So if we cross over the page, the guys have now done the Valentine makeover. And you have these three girls and they all look very different. You have one girl that's dressed very formal, one that's just very sporty and tomboy-like, and the other one that's just like she's going to a disco. Now, the first one looks very uncomfortable. She's got her hair slipped back. She looks almost secretary-like, like the stereotypical, you know, secretary. You've got the second one that looks... The first thing that jumps out at me is, like, sporty spice. And the third one looks like... She's wearing, like, a crop top and a skirt, but she looks very uncomfortable with her stomach or midriff showing. And so they give their verdicts on that. And, uh, yeah, one of them, the middle one, they basically just, one of them likes it, not too hot on the, on the crop top. The other one, too formal. And the next one, I wouldn't really wear this on night out. It's way too casual and makeup is really simple. Now, remember, when you're a teenage girl, you're loving mucking about with makeup and seeing what you like. And you like to know what you like. That starts at a young age. So, um, after all, you know, it's okay. The girls weren't really happy, but they, it was all in good fun. It was taken all in good fun. Now, on page, what page are we on now? This is an advert. Oh, my goodness, there are so many here. <laughs> okay, so we now have an advert, okay? Now, as someone that has a qualification in advertising, now, what I find interesting is when I was... 12 reading this and i'd seen this i i assume i would read it i don't actually remember it so it couldn't have really jumped out at me but as an adult i kind of find it worrying that this is in a girl's magazine so this is shut it world vision 24 hour famine the 24th of march 2000 then you have read it shut it it's all very loud it's all very neon. Okay, so read it. On the 24th of March 2000, it's the World Vision 24-hour famine, and we want you to shut it. To shut your mouth and let no food pass your lips for a whole day. Why? Because by getting sponsors for this charity, you basically, you have a child, you have a picture of a child, and, you know, you're supposed to shut your mouth, not allowed any food in your mouth for 24 hours, and I guess it's like a charity event where you get sponsored. Now, I have an issue with this because even though there's no, I mean, there's an email address and there's a form that you can submit, you can join, it's for free, you get a pack or, you, you know, it's all, basically they're just inviting you to be a part of a charity experience, you know. But what I have a problem with is that it's in a girl's magazine. Now, by if we add some context to this, I've not seen a boy's magazine of this, but I guarantee I don't think this would be in a boy's magazine, but that's just me. I have, I have no factual information on that. But I just find it that you're encouraging teenage girls or preteens to starve themselves for 24 whole hours. Now, I don't know if many teenage girls would do it, 
But I can't imagine, I mean, if you're a parent and your child comes to you and says, Mum, I want to starve my, you know, I want to do a 24-hour famine, the first thing you think you'd be is like, like hell, that's happening, no, you know? So I'm just a little bit confused as to why that is in a teenage girl's magazine. But that's just my own personal views there. Um, maybe you have a different one, let me know. If we cross over, so then we have a double layout spread of a Ms. Reader that she won a day out at Albert Square, which if you're not familiar with, remember it's EastEnders. And basically it's kind of like nowadays, if you had someone that was a massive fan of EastEnders, they would go to the set and they would meet everyone. They'd take a video and be like, oh my God, the cafe, or oh my God, the Queen Vic, it's much like that. But instead you've got speech bubbles and you've got pictures of Walford and you've got an actress of the time of EastEnders. Remember, this was 22 years ago. So, um, okay, now we're going to turn over. We are now on page 24. Now we're looking at fashion, the fashion extra. Now, one thing I do remember is the fashion. And I remember, I don't actually remember the girl from when I read this originally. I don't remember what she was advertising. But Looking at this now, and you have round bubbles, you know, they're advertising a rucksack, they're advertising clothing and shoes. And the very first thing that jumps out is that the price. And that is that if you were a teenage girl, this girl looks on average from the age of, say, 12 to 14. In the very first picture, she's wearing a boob tube and a matching shrug. That's £12 already okay now if you were going to a party and say if you're a parent it's so strange looking at this from like an adult's point of view and as a teenager point of view if you're a teenager and you're looking at this and thinking oh my god i would love that because it's being advertised and it looks all sparkly and you know it's, it's all enticing if you're looking at this from being an adult and you're thinking okay that's a lot of money i mean let's be honest here that is a lot of money if you have more than one child then it's a lot of money to kind of part with. And that's just on the top. And then you have trousers, which are £38. And then the shoes, which are 18 quid. So the cheapest thing, if I look around at all these things, the cheapest thing that I can come across is a top, which is £8, but you can't actually see the front of it. It's basically advertising a really expensive rucksack for £16.99. Now, back then, if someone had said to me, Gem, you know, would you like to buy this $16.99? And I showed my mum this. Bear in mind, I came from a single parent family. My mum would be like, there is no way I can afford that. No. So, you know, it's an interesting one. I'm of the mind that if you advertise in a preteens, you know, magazine, then the advert should reflect your target audience wallet. If you buy a magazine and you're a preteen, in it, you should be able to afford what it is they're advertising. If you have pocket money, you should be able to afford what it is they're selling you. Otherwise, it just doesn't make much difference to me. It's all very pink. And um, it, the other thing that stands out is think raspberry and cream this Valentine's Day and watch the boys wink. Yeah, that really doesn't sit well with me either. Now, I mean, from my personal viewpoint, I kind of think you shouldn't have to, you never, depends on what age group you are, you should never have to dress up to get someone of the opposite sex eyes on you. You should never have to dress yourself up in a way. 
And I think that is what they're advertising. And I'm, I'm not okay with that. It doesn't sit well. If I was a mum and, you know, I had a daughter and she came to me and said, what do you think that? If I saw that, my I would think, no way, you know. And it's just strange. But, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, what can be said. Okay, so if we turn the page over. Now, this page is all about beauty. And the strange thing is, I think they could have done a lot more with beauty. Because girls, especially, you know, pre-teens, we didn't have the internet back then. But we did have things like beads. Depends on what kind of, which kind of girl you were. But... For me, I love nothing better than beading or to make things. And I think they could have used a double spread for DIY, something like that. So beauty, lovely stuff. Follow our steps to the cutest Valentine's face and hair. So it tells you what you need. Now, this stuff is really easy to do by the looks of it. You have the same girl. She looks really fresh face. She, she's gorgeous. You have these... What, what do you have? I guess you can call them sequins. And it says, you know, you'll need some Vaseline really affordable we mostly have them you know vaseline check the medicine cabinet am i right <laughs> dip your um, finger in the vaseline and smudge a little in the area on your face that you want to stick your hearts so you know it's giving you a diy it's simple yet effective now it gives you a hair one as well i think they could have done more with the hair they could have maybe done plaits or something like that this one is a plait, I think, but they haven't really shown you how to do it. They've just shown you how to stick these hearts onto yourself. Another thing is they have top 10 bits. So they have, I don't know what that actually is. I think it's a lip balm. I assume it's a lip balm. I'm looking at a tower. It's telling me it's a super drug stacker. I assume it's lip gloss. Is not telling me what it is, but okay, I know it, I know the price. It's two ninety nine. So you also have a glitter crayon that's three quid, a lip crayon five pound, and the strange thing is the Mig Bod Mig the Miz body spray, which is called Love Ya. That's one ninety nine. Now, if you what if you were around when when Miz was really you know out there and it was a preteen mag. You got watches from there. You got all these different things. And when I saw this deodorant, and I remember now, I was a migraine sufferer when, you know, migraines first entered my life when I was 12. And so if I'd sprayed mist, I think I remember having the can. But to me, it was something I sprayed, but I think we just enjoyed spraying it because it was like made us feel grown up. But I'm going to take a picture of this and share this on my Instagram stories for Thursday for when this podcast episode comes out. Let me know if you ever tried Ms. Body Spray. And it is so. Let me know what your memories are of it. So you've got body wash. All of this, though, to be honest, I mean, the majority of it you could get, you've got Revlon, you've got Superdrug, you've got Spectacular. I haven't heard of that one, that brand. I haven't heard of Miners either. But most of this you could actually get from Claire's accessories. Now, the great thing is that they've given you how you can do the look. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, with the benefit of hindsight, I wouldn't have looked at this and thought, I can go to Claire's accessories, I can do this, I can do that. But they did have that then, and they did have other shops, Superdrug, you know, it was, it was affordable. If you had pocket money, you could afford it, which was great. So let's turn over. Now, this is fascinating because this is a blast from the past. So with this, this is join the party, call the prizes you want to win. 
So it has a big round thing, cool and win. Now, when <laughs> this is like a PlayStation 1 to me. I didn't have a Dreamcast console. I used to always play my brother's PlayStation 1. So you could win a Dreamcast console plus three to help games, a PlayStation plus driving seat, a mini disc player, guess who? Jewelry to the value of £100. Guess who again? Hair care and beauty products, Pikachu and Pokemon Evolution Pack. £200 worth of sportswear vouchers, a MIDI Hi-Fi, a Game Boy camera, Game Boy printer and Game Boy. Now, I did not know that there was a Game Boy printer. How did I not know about this? Did anyone know there was a Game Boy printer? I've got to tell my brother this because even I didn't know. But then again, why would you want a Game Boy printer? I'm looking at it. Why did, seriously, why would you want a Game Boy printer? <laughs> I'm looking at this thing, it looks like a Game Boy. I can't even tell you which one it is, to be honest. Why would you want to print from your Game Boy? I, I don't have the answer to that one. That's an interesting one. And at first I was like, I've got to let my brother know. I mean, it's 22 years later. I've got to let my brother know that a Game Boy printer did in fact exist. And then it's like, why would you need one? Okay. A Discman, a Baby G watch, £100 worth of makeup, a portable CD stereo, a television and video combination. Guess who? Brand name trainers of your choice to the value of £100. A pocket TV, 20 CDs of your choice, a pager, totty posters. Totty basically means hot or fit, you know, like hot totty. So, and you could win this, you know, in no particular order. A1, Northern Line, S Club 7, Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. And a mobile phone. The mobile phones look very different there. <laughs> back then, so they do now. I mean, go figure, right? If we cross over. Okay. Now you have the real life. And this is a... Well, it should, it's kind of an interesting thing. She's got two pages, but it looked like it could be a double-page spread. So you've got Backstreet Boys, Save My Life, and I Can Breathe At Last. I don't know the context because it's a very, very long story. You have pictures. And um, you have one picture of Backstreet Boys, but it doesn't really give you very much. I can breathe at last. So the Backstreet Boys was, this girl had a terrifying run-in with a hungry bear and her favourite band came to the rescue. Doesn't offer much more context than that. The other one is, thanks a different approach to treating her asthma, Gemma can finally breathe easier. So you've got a young girl on her bike with her brother, with her mum. And I guess she's really, I guess this is the first thing of advocacy we're seeing. You know, that now you have it online where if you have a problem or you have a condition, you can check online, you can use a hashtag, you can find support groups. Back then, I guess you could take to your favourite magazine and find out what you need to know. So um, that's, a, that's a positive. Looking back in hindsight, you know, that's the first level of advocacy that really you could see. If we turn the page, oh wow, it gets really heavy. Real life, dad left mum for my teacher. Now, there's a little yellow box. So there's a picture of what looks like a really young girl around about the age of 12. In the background, you have what looks like a man. It looks like two men, could be wrong. Two men, the picture's very blurry in the background. The depth of field is really blurry, which means the background isn't clear. And so the main picture is the girl with a really heavy knitted jumper and she's holding her head in her hands. And so the blue box is, I saw her several times a day and she always gave me a sickly smile. 
And then, which is really good, they have a charity number. So if you've had a similar problem, you can call charity, uh, Childline. So that, to me, when you look back, it's another form of advocacy, which is really good as well. So if we look at the other page, which is really quite interesting, because I forgot about this. I have this on my window. And what is scary is that I've had this on my window for 20 odd years. How does that even happen? I adopted a dolphin. I've always been an animal lover and I got this and I remember asking my mum for to adopt a dolphin and um, yeah I had to literally I remember begging my mum can I adopt I was crazy about dolphins and I remember actually filling out this form and I adopted a dolphin I've even got the sticker if I can see it if it, I think it's still on my window I'll take a picture and show you guys on Instagram if you would like to be so nosy turn the page Okay, we're into the quizzes, people. Okay, is everyone sat down present and correct? Let's do this. This is page 32 of Ms. Magazine. Okay, is he your love match? Well, we're about to see, but the first thing that stands out is what happens if you're gay? Because if you're a gay female, you might not be interested in boys. So, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one to look at. Okay, so... We have what to do, think of the lad you really fancy and rate him in the following categories from a not up to much one, harsh, to a super sizzling five. Okay, so, you have 15 to choose from, this poor lad. Okay, how much does he make you laugh? How nice is his smile? How good a listener is he? How generous is he? How much she like his mates? How twinkly? are his eyes. How similar is your taste in music? How popular is he? How would you rate his dress sense? How clever is he? How sensitive is he? How sporty is he? It goes on. How kind is he? How nice does he smell? How cute is he? Now, I don't know about you, but there are at least four of those I'm not comfortable with. They seem to be more along the lines of how sensitive I mean, read into that what you will, but there are a few of them. One is how popular is he? What's that got to do with the price of fish? I mean, let's be honest here. How popular is he? If, if you like him, he's going to be dating you, isn't he? I mean, come on now. How else? How generous is he? So you want to fleece him? Is that what you're telling me? How, what else is he? Um, how nice is his smile? Well, if you haven't seen his smile yet, that's a problem. So you've got all of this, and you finally see the heart stamper pens. They look kind of like bingo pens, but okay. And then you get to rate him. It, that is true. Okay, so let's check these out. 1 to 25. What are you thinking of, girl? Their words, not mine. This boy is definitely not good romancing material, so stay well clear. Let's face it, he doesn't do a lot for you in any department, and we guarantee this could be the worst day of your life. You have been warned. Well, that was dramatic. Okay, 26 to 50. He's not the boy of your dreams, but he's not the lad of your nightmares either. If you're a tolerant kind of girl and can pick up with a few, you know, put up with a few things that may niggle you, then you should be okay. Cupid won't be doing somersaults, but this boy's worth a go. Ouch. I mean, worth a go. This is a boy you're talking about. I mean, come on, that poor guy. Okay, 51 to 75. Oh, God, that's a big one. You are... Oh, you are absolutely blooming crazy. That was hard to say. Absolutely blooming crazy. Well, it has been said. 
about this boy and so you should be. You guys go together like uh, Posh and Gucci. Everything is right about him from his snappy dress sense, gorgeous looks and fantastic personality. Trash your Ms. Pen. You're stuck. Gold here. So grab him now. Grab him. Let's move on, shall we? Okay. Over that, the love games. Okay, so... Reckon you know your celeb boys and try this toughy crossword. So I think this is basically about kind of like all different forms of media from back then. So you've got kind of like TV shows or music. For example, Footy Star, S Club, Blonde Boy, TV's Mr. Theakston. And it's your job to work out the word, you know, the word search and get that. You've also got another word search and it's all to do with like kiss, heart, heartbeat, hugs. It's all very romantic. And then what would you do on your perfect date? We scrambled our ideas, so go on, sort it out. And then you've got like these, you know, these words you can rearrange. And then you've got the answers at the bottom. I remember doing these and kind of filling them out and not looking at the answers. And then afterwards being like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> go me. <laughs> Okay, so, back then we had the horoscopes. Oh my god, I've just seen the Barbie one. Okay, so, <laughs> the Barbie one was Gemini, because the star sign, if you are a Gemini, I see you, you're twins, right? You're the two on the thing. So it says on here, horoscopes, and you've got lucky stars. And then you have on the far right, so you've got you've got a mixture of cuddly toys and pictures. So but all very interesting actually. The pictures are quite cool. And then it's your birthday this fortnight. And then they have on this one they have Christian from A1 gives his birthday. And it says that, you know, your looks, your beauty tip, body and soul, boy match. So it kind of tells you, basically it's like every other style sign in a magazine, you know, what to look out for, that kind of thing. If we turn over the page. Oh, I say. Okay, I'm greeted by a sea of male faces on a very purple background. Our favourite boys tell us about the first time they fell in love. Oh, my first crush. Okay, well, I guess it is a girl's magazine, so that would stand to reason. Okay, so you have, like, everyone ranging from Nick from Backstreet Boys all the way to Steve Wilson, from which was then Live and Kicking. And then you can even win Adam's Heart. Want to get your mitts on the signed love heart Adam's holding in our fab poster on page 45? Well, mark your entry, Adam's love heart, and send it to us at the usual Miz address. Yeah? Okay, that's, that's cool. Moving on. <laughs> oh, I say. Okay, I turn the page and I'm confronted by a guy smiling at me. I did not see that coming. <laughs> okay, but before we get to that, you've got the creature feature. So you've got dogs, you've got an animal crossword... Okay, fill up with all this Valentine stuff and just cuddle up with your favourite pet and enjoy some creature comforts. Don't forget to send your rules to use your Miz address. Now, I guess it's like this is, I think they can do with more animal pictures on this, to be honest. There's a word search, there's a picture of what looks like, oh my God, this reminds me of when me and my younger brother, when we were really little, we used to play with like his toy cars. There's a picture of a budgie. I must send him that picture. There's a picture of a budgie on the back of like um, a 
well, I don't know what you call that, like a trailer? You've got anagrams, you've got a creative crossword, but they could have put more pets in. They could have even asked like the readers to send in their pets or them with their pets. I think that would have made it more personal, but that's just me. So you've got Daniel. I think he was from Neighbours back in the day, actually, but I'm not sure. Moving on. Oh, I say, oh, okay. All right. I was not expecting that. Then you've got Jesse. He was definitely from Neighbours. I remember him. He's looking very like... I don't know how to read his expression is. I don't know if it's like, I want you, or do you have chocolate, or does this shirt look okay? I don't know. There's just so many unanswered questions. Then you cross over, and you have this person called Cameron. I do not know who he is. Hold on. No, I do not know who he is. But he's standing there, and he's just smiling at you. He's not as kind of like intense as Jesse. Jesse is still staring at me. Turn the page. <laughs> then you have the A1 guys. And you have them. Now, the, do you know what's fascinating me? Is that the first thing I'm drawn to is Christian from A1's hand. He's holding a rose, but not me. I'm not looking at the rose. I'm looking at his rings because I have a ring very similar. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> okay, so you've got Ben from A1. You've got, I don't actually know what the other guys' names are. My bad. I'm a fan of the music, but I don't know them personally. So, yeah, that's the very first thing that jumps out, actually, is his ring. So that's an interesting one. So, A1, good. Okay, we turn the page over. Now, this I really used to hate. Okay, did you ever get a magazine and you had a double spread of your favourite band? And if you really liked the band, for example, say you had S Club 7 on the band, and then on the other side you'd have Britney, and you'd have to go through this mental torture, which one you'd have to literally kind of end up ripping them out ever so gently, and then you'd be like, which one do I put up? Why would you do that? It's actually a form of mental torture. I kid you not. But with this, you've got A1 on one side, red background, all very kind of like, one is, here is a rose that I picked so poetically for you. The other one is like, I hold this heart, I hold this to my heart. The other one's like, fireplace, you, me, chocolates. And the other one is like, I picked this, this is for you, okay? Okay, so, then you've got H from Steps, looking just comfortable, happy, you know? Then you've got Adam Rickett, with a picture that says, I love you. Okay, he's wearing a shirt, and he's wearing like a surfer's necklace. Can't see what the pendant is. I said, I'm drawn to these things. I tell you, I am drawn to the small things, the accessories. Okay, then after this, you have some interesting ones. Now, okay, what I find really interesting is when I've talked about Quirky Gems podcast, let's, let's reiterate that, shall we? When I talked before, that's the word, when I talked before on Quirky Gems podcast and I talked about the fact that in these magazines, they talk you through everything from like tampons to sanitary towels, blah, blah, blah. The first thing that comes out is that there's an always logo. So a girl of 12, she's starting to develop. And the very first thing that jumps out is the fact that she's worried about using a tampon. And so, you know, it's, no, it's not even that. She's worried about the amount of discharge she has. So to me, I remember these stories. And I think that when you read these stories about, you know, teenage girls and that they are being very open, they're writing to a publication. I guess it's like nowadays, openness is education. So to me, I'm like, wow, you were 12? Good on you, girl. Okay, so 
you've got a picture of a girl holding a thing. The first thing is that her dad suffers from depression. So she's trying to figure out that. And she says she's a boy's own fan. And you've got a bunch of other stories too. You've also got a 60-second guide to keeping safe. Now, okay. The very first one that jumps out to me, if I'm being honest, I don't sit well with, okay? Now, here's the thing. It's a, basically, it's kind of like what to look out for, how to keep yourself safe, being a young girl. After, under this, you've got like a blue circle with contacts if you need help, if you need advice and guidance. But on this one, it says, okay, compared to many countries, Britain is still a very safe place to live, but every so often things can turn nasty. Whether you're walking back from a friend's house alone or riding a bus, it goes, you know, on and on and on. And the very first thing that comes up is when walking alone, stand up straight and walk confidently, i.e. don't look like an easy target. Now, to me, that's pretty damaging. Because if I'd read that and I'd be like, an easy target, that kind of puts it in like the, I don't know, that kind of puts it in the net of the victim's fault. You didn't look hard enough or you, I mean, come off it, you know? I mean, I think they could have, I mean, the benefit of hindsight being an adult and you've lived through that and you've kind of been around the different times. But when I see that and I think, wow, that, that's harsh, mate. That's proper harsh. Okay. We're turning over. Oh, I say it. There's more. There's more. Okay. You've got a conversation about talking about condoms and how to use them. Another one is, should I kiss him? Interesting. It's amazing how... Back in the day, this was all very intense emotions. This was stuff that we had felt very overwhelmed by. And when you look back and you think, God, if you... I mean, it's almost you can feel the turmoil, the thing of you don't have an instruction booklet for this. You know, your body might be changing, you might be having feelings, you might be having crushes. I mean, back then, the majority of people had crushes, but you might have been having crushes on people, not understanding the maturity level. You're growing, you're experiencing it for the very first time. So for me, I can just look at this page and it's like on the other side, you have like a pictures and you have word bubbles of a scenario on how to deal with a crush on your teacher. Whereas if you're, you know, a young, a young preteen or even a teenager or even older than that, I'm just sharing my experience as being a preteen, you know, reading this. But if you're actually looking at this, it's giving you some guidance. But I guess if you were experiencing some of this firsthand, I can imagine it would be very overwhelming. I can't really remember that. But the energy that you get from these these paragraphs and these questions and these worries, it, I guess it could be quite overwhelming and quite hard to walk through, you know. So another one is a dilemma. So this is very interesting because I'm assuming that this is a psychologist. She's the agony aunt of the magazine and she's asking, what would you do? And she's asked four young girls from the youngest is 10. And she's asking a dilemma and how they would handle it. So I guess it's good for problem solving skills, which that, that I agree with. That's great. Okay. Another one is your problems sorted. So... Okay, so they've actually given you three options. So you've got a guy and two women. One of the women looks older than the other one. 
Hold on, which one is that? Oh, okay, my bad. I didn't realise you've got a curry star, you have a teacher, and you have a reader. So, based on the problem of this girl has a crush on her teacher, what does she do? They're offering three options. So, you can choose which one feels right for you, and if you're going through the same problem, you can do with it what you so wish. Following that, you have, again, an advertisement, the prize zone. It's very interesting, you know, because some of this... When you go back to it, I mean, the first thing that jumps out to me is a, a mini disc player. Now, the strange thing is, when I was a teenager, I didn't have a mini disc player. When I hit 17, I actually did a radio show for my local hospital radio. And so I remember doing a show and putting that on a mini disc player, but not many people had one. So you had a mini disc, but you couldn't play it because you didn't have the player. And eBay wasn't really going bad then. So it's really interesting to see all these kind of different prizes and that you kind of didn't have anything. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So if I look to the left of this page, so, okay, just to describe it, you have the prize zone. So you have, on the top, you have these albums. You have S Club, Britney, Westlife Steps. Then underneath that, you have what looks like technical. Oh, my goodness. So you have a laptop PC, Sega and Dreamcast, and um, Pentium 3 PC with DVD. So basically you've got like the old TV monitors and keyboards. I mean, can you remember that? And then you've got five goodies. You've got a Panasonic mobile phone, pay as you talk, which is like one of the first mobile phones that came out for our generation. You also have a PlayStation. I remember, oh my God, brings back memories of PlayStation. That was literally my teenage life. <laughs> and then, I'm not quite sure what that is. It says clothes. Oh yeah, so you have like a, a lavender, like it looks like a nightdress if I'm being honest. A lavender silky nightdress with some sandals and a bit of makeup. And it says prize buster. The higher the score, the bigger the prize. That writing is very hard to read because it's such a blue. Answer questions and score six goals to win a great choice of prizes. And then underneath that, I'm assuming you've got the more expensive ones. So you've got like friends videos, <laughs> TV and video combination, Buffy the Vampire Slayer goodies. And then underneath that, the thing that I was drawn to is you have a fluffy, fluffy, what is that? What does that say? A fluffy fax, oh, like a, a file of fax, okay. And you have an electronic organiser, oh my god, do you remember those? If you had one, I just came across one of these on eBay. I was showing my other half the one that I had as a kid that I never figured out how to, how to use. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my goodness, a blow-up bag. Oh, please tell me they're making a comeback. This bag is amazing, seriously. This bag is something else. Do you remember in the 90s? Maybe if you're not from, like, growing up in the 90s, you might be into the hashtag uh, Y2K, which is year 2000. And so back in the 90s, most people had a blow-up bag. And if you didn't have one, you wanted one. But this one is something else. It, do you know what is so bad? Is that I'm in my 30s now and I wear it. <laughs> and you also have a baby G-watch. And you have a language translator, a flash camera, and a scientific calculator. Those are those really posh ones that you add the calculator and you add the flap you can close it with. Do you remember that? 
So uh, hopefully I'm going to take pictures of these and <laughs> show you what these look like. So you'll probably have to kind of rip pages out of a notebook and be reminded what pages they are. I'll just ask Jack, he can help me, you know. So then you've got, wow, this is interesting. The very first thing that came to my mind was it's very colourful. But it's interesting. Okay, so the top of the page we have lads in love, and then we have it's on the cards. Okay, so you have a bunch of different Valentine's Day cards here. So you've got a happy alien, you've got a cute couple, which again, I mentioned the heterosexual ones. You've got someone special, which is a vintage car, and you've got loves me, loves me not. They don't give the prices actually, which is very interesting. They're just giving you. Let's have a look. No, they're not. They're basically just giving you pictures. Getting a Valentine's card will make your heart go all fluttery, but what does it say about the boy who sent it? Mrs. Loud Doctor has analysed some cards to find out. Oh, okay, this is fun. So you've got cards, a whole host of them actually, from very, very simple to very, very colourful. If we cross over, Okay, I was not expecting... Oh, I see. I get it now. Okay, so you have all these different cards. The very first one that jumps out is a white card with like a colourful background. This is the very first one that I was drawn to. Very colourful space-like background and an alien that appears to have six eyes. And it says, Hello, space boy. The boy obviously thinks he's not only extraterrestrial, but extra special too, judging by his alien taste in cards. He has a wicked sense of humour and will have you laughing for weeks. Interesting. Let's have a look at that cute couple one, shall we? Okay, so this is the one, if you remember, from the index page that I told you that it's very psychedelic and it's for like a heterosexual couple, but it says male one side, female the other. Okay. Quirky cutie. Strange how I picked that one, right? Okay, the guy who bought this is seriously loved up and sees you two as a real funky pair of peeps. He's more alternative and quirky as opposed to all slushy and gooey. He's a good catch. Okay, cool. Wasn't expecting that, but okay. We'll move on, we'll move on. Right, following the page. Very nice. Okay. Interesting. So, oh, those look nice. Oh, those look really nice, but I do have a pair like that. Okay, so... <laughs> oh, good, together, gems. Okay, on the left, you have a picture of a very pretty girl that looks like she's got space um, buns and she's kind of got it, like, out, so it's all very edgy, and she's wearing a knitted jumper and a fluffy body warmer. It's time to fake it, girl, so cuddle up and keep warm in something furry. You are talking my language. If you knew how cold it was 22 years later, seriously. So again, oh, the first thing that jumps out is the price. So the jumper this woman, this girl's wearing is like £35. And the gillet, or the body warmer, as I call it, is 25 So that to me is like, if you put them together, that's like 60 quid. Hold on, 30, oh my god, yeah, 60 quid gems. So if you kind of have that, that's expensive. But then again, I suppose it is fairy. The thing that does jump out though is the organizer. These are still going strong 20 something years later. I mean, obviously, they knew a good thing when they saw it. That's 8 99 
Nowadays you can get it for much cheaper and if you look online, they're retro. Keep that underneath your seat though, won't you? So that's from the Disney store. Other stores are available. And you've got socks as well. Now these, okay, what was I looking at? Slippers. Now the slippers to me look like booties that, you know, adults can wear. However, I do have a white pair of slippers. If you checked out my Instagram stories the other day, you would have seen them. If not, fear not, I will share them, share them with you on Thursday. So, um, yeah, you, it's good also because the girl looks very healthy. And she's not skinny, she's not fat, she looks healthy and she looks happy. So it's a good representation. And the only thing is, I would have liked to have seen a bit of cultural difference. That's the only thing missing. And... Yeah, same thing over the other side. You've got the same girl modelling different things. But, yeah, that's... I don't know how many of these have been photoshopped, though, to be honest with you. I mean, let's be real, most pictures have been. But, yeah, she seems happy enough and she's, you know, she's freckly and she's fresh-faced. And, yeah, the only thing is that... It's the price, that's the only thing, but we'll, we'll turn it over. Okay, now, are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? We have hair tricks. Do it yourself, do. Okay, so you've got a lovely picture of Martine McCutcheon here. I don't think you can take a horrible picture of her, to be honest. And so they're showing you a picture on how to get it. You also have Claire's accessories. Okay, what are we looking at here? Okay. It's advertising a new shopping centre. It was opened by A1, who got so many screams when they appeared that the shop window nearly shattered. Wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's an interesting one. And then you've got celebrities of the day and how to do their hair. Now, this, I think there should have been more of in the magazine. This, I think, would have been great, you know. The strange thing is... I've just seen an advert for a hair care product, all priced under £5. And what's fascinating is they actually do these now. I've seen people on IGTV actually use this. And it's interesting because you've got John Frieda, that's what I was looking for, John Frieda, and they're still going strong now. So it's interesting to think that 22 years later and you recognise some of these brands. So... That's hair tricks over there. What type of Valentine are you? Oh, should I? Oh, I shouldn't. Go on, let's have some fun. Okay, what type of Valentine are you? Okay, start here. Right, okay. Are you the type to bag a boy or are you just a little too shy for Valentine's Day? Do our quiz and find out. Okay. I'm happily taken, but I am more than interested. I mean, let's do it in for a penny and for a pound. So you start here. Are you shy in a crowd? Hmm, am I shy in a crowd? A crowd setting, am I shy? No, no. Do you sign your own name on a Valentine's Day card? No, I haven't been known to. Do you laugh if a lad smiles at you? Oh yeah, that's something I do all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you tell your mates when you fancy someone? Um... I reiterate, I'm in a relationship, but if I was a teenager looking at this, no, I wouldn't. Would you run away in terror if a boy asked you out? If I was a teenager, no, no. Okay, would you ever send a, send a lad a red rose? No. 
Would you rather have a quiet night for two than go out with a big bang? Quiet night for two. But it doesn't have... I mean, would you rather have a quiet night? Yes. Oh, check me out. Okay, so I am Miss Go-Getter. There's no way you'll be without a lad on your arm on Valentine's Day. Um, okay. If one doesn't ask you out, no probs, you'll do the asking. The word shy is as far away from your personality as Earth is from Mars. Wow, there's geography in here too. Talk about girl power. Yes, yay to the girl power. Cool. <laughs> the other two was Miss Happy Go Lucky or Little Miss Wallflower. So make of that what you will. Oh, they got pretties. If you know me well, you'll know what that means. Oh, look. <laughs> All right, you got Valentine's Day. <laughs> if my mum was in the room, she'd be rolling her eyes. Okay, love is in the air. You've got to impress your boy on Valentine's Day. So here's all you need to... I don't know why I'm shaking my shoulders. Okay, so here's all you need to let that special someone know you love them. Okay, cool. Let's have a look at the price tags. All affordable. I don't understand why you'd have to wear hair accessories to impress someone. Let's be real here. They're not going to be interested in what butterfly clips are. I mean, you know, ask a lab what a butterfly clip is. I'm sure they'd be like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I rest my case. Okay, so we have a lot of lip glosses. Makeup for hair. I bet that's a nightmare to get out. Heart shape. Oh, heart soap. I do beg your pardon. What in the shape is that? It looks heart. I have no idea what that is. Oh, is, is it a, bun it's a bunch of hearts together? Who knew? Chocolates. Karma beads. Do you remember when you were a teenager, you had these beads that were like prayer? I guess they're, I don't know if they're called karma beads now, but they were beaded. They used to be all the rage. Well, it's good because apparently you could get them for £4 from Claire's Accessories. Yeah, that's cool. I think I've got a pair, actually. I don't know. My brother gave me a pair years ago. I'll see if I can find them. If not, I'll share them on Instagram. But yeah, okay. Minus gel jewels, one ninety nine. Loving your style. Okay, over the, let's look over. Oh my goodness. Blast from the past. Giveaways worth over four grand. Now, it doesn't say whether you win all of it. If you won all of it, that would be Christmas Day come easy. Let's check out the goods. Okay, so you have 20 loved up CDs. Now, it's Valentine's Day. You just, if you've been lucky enough to eat chocolate, you're now going to chuck them back up because 20 loved up CDs. I mean, I ask you. Okay, this is funny. Forget soppy ballads and slushy warbles. What's a warble? Okay. Loved up is a double CD of romantic upbeat melodies from Basement Jacks, David Morales and Madison Avenue and more. It's worth $14.99 and we've got 20 to give away. So get dialing now again before social media. So you had to dial it in. The next thing I see is Keanu Reeves looking at me in A Walk in the Clouds. Romantic video packs. You've got Olay makeup treats. I didn't know make, uh, Olay did makeup treats. They did makeup. I thought they were just moisturising. The mind boggles. Toy Story 2 goodie bags. Pair of funky trainers. Computer art kits. Oh, that looks cool. Feeling arty. Then... Start making your own cards, signs, postcards, and invites. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I get it. Like an editing thing that you can print out. I like it. I like it. Okay. 
Go, oh, wow, okay, did not see that. I feel like I'm just walked in on something here. There is a poster, the lowdown of kissing. When it comes to boys you fancy, kissing can be a tricky business, but worry not, because here's a miss, guys, on how to pucker up properly. Great use of alliteration there. Okay, so as we turn the page, you have... The first thing that jumps out is that you have four pictures. One of them is a woman kissing a dog, but the other three are of couples and they are all older. Now these are, you've got like Posh and Bex. These are all older. So for me, that's a little bit of like a red flag because if you're like 12 and you're gonna kiss someone, I don't know, it's a little bit weird. Okay. So basically this is a step-by-step -step on how to kiss someone. So choosing the kissy, so very important. Pick a place. Okay, now we're getting organized. Relax and feel comfortable. Got that so far, cool. Don't hold your breath, unless you're planning on passing out. Prepare your smackers. I assume they mean lips. Be confident. Okay, right, you could, you could sway that either way. Okay, and then you have like some lip smacking language. Okay, that's different. Okay, so yeah, basically they're just kind of saying what comes, I guess, naturally if you're in a relationship or if you're an adult and you've kind of had this experience. Looking back, I guess this would be the holy bible of kissing if you haven't done it yet. So, and on you've got a poster of a kid that I mean, he looks too young. He looks like 11, and they look like I think the photographer's just said, "Hold it." hold it, hold it, and they're like, just hurry up, please, just hurry up. I mean, I want a sandwich. That is what's coming across. Okay, let's have a look. Did you know the, it's coming apart. It's coming apart, it's okay, no one saw. Did you know, ooh, the act of blowing a kiss dates back to 3000 BC when worshippers threw kisses to their gods. But if you didn't know, now you do. <laughs> so then they ask, oh my goodness, they ask these, young people what the first kiss was and the youngest one is 12. oh god man they start so young okay then you have a host of kissing questions which i guess is good because like if you're someone that doesn't have like a lot of friends and you want to know then i guess you kind of would find out that way fresh and beautiful oh my bad fashion beauty news all right cool what's new so you've got hand gel and you've got all these different things of what's new to look out for on the high street he loves me he loves me not oh god this is i'm witnessing a love diary here from someone that is not showing their age okay i'm witnessing a love diary okay and it's um okay well there seems to be a connection which is great yeah that's cool we'll leave that there Okay, cool, moving on. Ms. Mail. Okay, this is interesting because this is all very connected and all very interactive. So you can send your letter in to Ms. And then I believe that you can get free stuff, I assume. Oh, this is interesting. I always wanted one of these watches that they've got. So... They're just telling you, like, send your stuff in. And they've even got an envelope of the Fortnite, which really is very, very creative. And they're just saying, you know, that it's basically an interactive style page, which is good, you know. A very good way of um, inviting creativity. 
Procrust turn a page. Heart stuff. I did mention this is a Valentine's Day episode, right? You got web search or web watch as well. We search home like, for the best sites. Ah, so now is we're getting into like internet. So this is fun. It's a strip, which is interesting. So you've got websites. A lot of them aren't easy. A lot of them are like really long web addresses. But yes, yeah, so you got them. And then you've got soap news, which is cool. All in one place. Love that. Okay, review singles, albums, videos, fun, and we're nearly there. We've got like how many pages? We've got five pages to go. I mean, thank you for being with me this far. So you've got singles, you've got albums, you've got films. Cool. Okay, this is when The Beach was first out with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Toy Story 2 came out here as well. You've got The Bachelor 2. What else have you got? Shania Twain with Don't Be Stupid. She had her single come out, which is cool. What A Girl Wants comes out as well. This is cool. And TV Tape It. So you've got, if you want to catch things, like, for example, you've got uh, Steps. If you, they tell you, you know, it's like a TV magazine, you know, if you want to find out where the next interview is, where they'll be, where you can go. Okay, it's interesting. So you've got a few adverts as well. Okay, if an ad misleads, we're here to stamp it out. That's cool. So you've got a few adverts. Spooky. Now this. This is what I used to absolutely love. I used to love it when I used to get this magazine. And the strange thing is that I actually have a magazine that I read now as an adult. And I don't know if this set the precedent for it. I'm not sure. But this is quite something because you actually have spells in it and I remember actually cutting out the spells in my magazine and putting them in a ring binder <laughs> as you do so it's basically about like spooky pictures strange but true human levitation and the spell to dream about your future oh approach with caution on that one so you've got all different ones now i remember there wasn't enough in this for me to be honest i wanted more i wanted more spells i wanted more stuff that you could actually get your teeth into i remember i think doing one spell it didn't work for me anyway maybe it did i wouldn't know but yeah so there's this one spell and you have all these different things and Let's have a look. You've got someone that lost a ring, and yeah, it's all very cool. If we cross that, start in Miz. So you kind of now, if you remember, like if you saw like an advert on Instagram where you could kind of be like, you want to star in this, within five seconds you could reply and you could get like a date down your diary or something. It seems a lot more convenient, a lot more fast paced now. But then you had to write, you had to get a stamped address envelope, you had to kind of say, I want to be in your magazine and here's why. And then from there on out, you kind of wait to see. I think I asked if I could be in there. They never got back to me. Go figure, right? Now, next to that, you've got stockists. Now, this to me is absolutely something. It really is. <laughs> because nowadays we have online so i mean we have online social media that leads to online shopping you have ebay amazon vintage spock you have what else you have uh depop you have all of these online shops 
you can get literally you can sit there if you're on the toilet if you're in the bath if you're in bed wherever you may be you can buy anything your heart desires if you have the money you can buy it you can be shown something you could be if if like me you could be inspired by something on instagram and think oh my god i used to have that and you could buy it and it's so amazing but back then when we were pre-teens when we used to look at magazines we didn't have that we didn't have a an icon or find me at so and so or find this here we didn't have that instead we had stockists this is what we were working with so stockist is a strip and it would tell you where now i guess if you were kind of following someone that was into clothing and i guess now like if you were following someone that had like an instagram story of like an amazon shop and they'd be like you can buy my stuff from my amazon store a few clicks and you're there you can fill up a car you're there but back then you couldn't on the fashion page you'd have to look at what you wanted ring up this number and see how you could get there to get it so it's kind of like wow i mean they love to make life difficult but that's all we had because we didn't have social media back then so for example you've got claire's accessories you've got debenhams you've got top shot voodoo dolls super drug all of these brands a few of them i'm not familiar with but all of these brands collection 2000 all these brands that we know of that we probably bought from now they've got websites or you've gone in store but then wasn't that easy if you went in the store you wouldn't know if like what the price range was i mean now as an adult you can choose whether you want to go out and do something or you know you can choose to go on your high street or wherever you want to go back then you had to ask your parents permission you had to ask for bus fare and you wasn't sure if you had it in stock by ringing the number you'd have to make sure they're in stock and then make sure you went there so it's all it was all very well less convenient i guess would be the word okay and then we now have the next issue, which is Leonardo DiCaprio. Remember I said before that his movie came out? I think it was, was it Beaches came out? So I guess everything you need to know about Lush Leo, so I guess they're advertising that. And their special report, you know, you have all these different things, pullouts, and they're just giving you a heads up of what's to come. So you've got also you have an actor from that wesley oh there's more wesley jonathan from city guys i don't know who that is sorry but someone probably does then you have aqua so you have a song they probably bring it out and then the chorus and the words to that song now this is interesting okay so the back page we're nearly there the back page ideal man this is interesting i am confronted with a guy with curtains, remember this was 20 something years ago, and he's wearing a white shirt, and he's looking very like, um, if I'm being honest, what comes to mind is, are you getting my best side? That is what comes to mind. And it's a Clearasil advert. I have tried Clearasil when I was a teenager, but I mean, it wasn't him that advertised it, to be honest. Okay, now, this, is interesting so the advert is gentle soft on the skin tender like his kiss cheers for that powder tough on spots strong like his arms okay they're drawing compassion towards spot treatment and a young guy as you do your ideal face wash oh i get it okay ideal man 
I do face wash, as you do. Soap and water, I mean, anyone, but that's just me. Okay, gentle yet powerful. Grrr, that was me, by the way, the sound effect. The perfect combination with gentle power from Curacao. It's powerful enough to help beat spots, but kind enough to use every day. Are you neat micro beads? Yeah, they were a thing then. Will gently exfoliate your skin while you'll be left feeling fresh and clean. So with both power and gentleness, very important, gentleness, Opposites really do attract at 12. Opposites do attract at 12. Are they hoping you've got an older sister or brother that needs this? If so, then maybe they pick the... I don't know. Maybe maybe it's really interesting and it's like psychology, you know. You might not need this, but your older brother or sister might, you know. So it's kind of like we get underneath the radar. I'm on to you. I know. New Gentle Power from Clearacel Complete. I feel like there should be a sound effect afterwards, like yeehaw or something. We'll just stick with that. <laughs> and that's it. So that was Ms. Magazine Life Lads and Laughs from February of 2000. That's it, ladies and gents, boys and girls and other life forms. That was interesting, huh? Yeah. That was definitely a blast from the past. That really was. <laughs> I am actually considering doing another one on another magazine that I read. There were another two magazines that I read. One was called Bliss and the other one was called J17. If you'd like to read through one of these with me, then please do let me know because that would be something, wouldn't it? If you've listened to the whole of this episode, thank you so much. If you want to get in contact with me, you can do. If you want to follow me, you can do. It's at Gems Quirky. All the details you need are coming up right now. And um, I will hopefully be chatting with someone in the next episode. I will hopefully be chatting with Mel. Mel Tickle. Yeah, she's a makeup artist. She really is. You might already be following her on Instagram. We're going to be talking about makeup artistry. And we're going to be talking about Silver Silent. There's a little bit of a hint there because that is what her Instagram profile is. That is what you should be following if you want to check out her hair tutorials. Because why wouldn't you? I mean, why? You know? So hopefully, fingers crossed, the gods will allow the power of technology. If you've been living in the South... I mean, let's bring it wrong. I'm going to blow your mind. Are you, you seatbelted in? Let's bring it all the way back to 2021. Yeah, that's where we are, isn't it? It's hard to keep track. Back in 2021, we had a snowstorm here recently. And it took things out. My internet has been going crazy. I mean, I'm hormonal. You should see the internet. You can find out a little bit about what happened before the internet when it went down. If you go back down through my back catalogue of the podcast, it was, i give you a hint, it was last week's one. So if you want to check that out, please do let me know what you think and feel about the podcast. Also, if you want to leave a review wherever you're listening to, that would be mega. Thank you so much. Next week, Talking to Mel, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to put the world to rights. I'm going to ask her questions about makeup and hair because, you know, let's be girls. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And guys, too, if you want some ideas, yeah, it'd be interesting. You know, thank me later. <laughs> Stay tuned to my Instagram where I'll be sharing the pictures of what I came up with or what I found in this magazine. It's been real. It's been an experience. It's been a walk down memory lane. <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I'm Gem Swallow. This is Quacky Gems Podcast. I'll speak to you soon. Take it easy. Bye. 
Enjoy listening to Cracky Gems podcast? Why not follow me for more from behind the mic on my Twitter and Instagram at Gems Quirky. New episodes drop every Thursday. Thank <laughs> you.